Welcome to the podcast. It is Monday, December 5th. Good afternoon, Alexandria. Hi. Hi. Hiya. Um, I want to talk about the best things we watched this year. Okay. Were, you, were you able to come up with any kind of list? Well, you didn't ask for a list. You asked for a show. I came up with one. That, well, I will stimulate your mind. Okay. Then you'll start oh, spilling them out. Stimulate. Um, but first, but first, but first, but first, uh, one of the other things that I've been sitting on for a couple of weeks, do you remember we had talked about green bean casserole mm-hmm. and then how I tied that back to candy corn and all these, these controversial foods uh-huh. that people like to stake their opinions on. Okay. What's the Christmas version of that? Green bean casserole. Like don't again. Don't you basically make the same thing for Christmas that you make for Thanksgiving? Minus you, you like switch out the turkey for a ham. Don't know. I think you do. <laughs> I think you do. I think you make the. At least my family makes the exact same thing for Christmas that we make for Thanksgiving, except instead of turkey, it's ham. Okay. The only thing I could come up with, and I'm sure the internet will tell us in the ensuing weeks. I'll keep my eye out. Would mm-hmm. be. I could see how some people either maybe like are allergic mm-hmm. or the taste they can't acquire it. I could see how some people would not be down with candy canes. And I mean the like the red, white, and pink kind. It also depends on the family that you're coming from. I yes, candy canes. I don't know. I don't know if you would detest them though. I think I said we talked about this last year and I always say fruit cake because fruit cake's like nobody wants the fruit cake. Um Depending on what culture you're speaking of, and my culture, it's very like controversial if you like chitlins or not. Chitter- for chitterlings for a Christmas food, it's Thanksgiving and a Christmas food. Got it. Well, I was it's thinking, like a holiday food. I was thinking like specifically Christmas, and sure, and I get how the two could be melded together because I, I guess you're right that a lot of the same foods cross over. Although Thanksgiving is like turkey and pie Ugh. and there's no is there stuffing at christmas at mine there is okay <laughs> well keep keep your antenna up because mm-hmm. i want to know if there's some controversial food out there or this some controversial food discussion some people probably dislike peppermint right yes okay they're strange what do you brush your teeth with toothpaste you mean the, the flavor of it yeah is there any other flavor other isn't toothpaste also just peppermint flavored i don't know you don't know is yours? Probably. Mine is. It's, it's far more tasteful than most peppermint candy canes I've had. Right. But I would guess candy canes have... Do you have a gift? No. She's gone into her titty pocket. <laughs> I have candy in here that has peppermint flavor in it. Um, A couple other quick things. Do you know... What are you offering me? Are those, Is that an Andy's mint? Yeah. I like those. Here. I, I don't want it, but... Oh, you, you don't want it? Well, no. Shit, no I don't no, want it then. No, you, you can eat it. Um, do you, do you know it was when, when you and Bethany were here a couple of weeks ago, didn't Bethany have a fit when we brought up the idea of like a cookie not having chocolate chips in it? Yes. Like she'd never heard of such a thing. Yes. And, okay. if, and for me, it's my like preference. Okay. Um, what is, I guess this is kind of a trick question. Okay. You're, you're a smart girl. Um, <laughs> there's an interesting little news story. What is the state cookie of Ohio? A Buckeye? That's exactly what I would have thought. Or something, like, what is a Buckeye? Do you know exactly what it is? It isn't, isn't it like a peanut butter cookie with a Hershey Kiss in the middle? Something like, I, like, if I saw it, I would know it. I don't know 
why or what. Sure. I would have gone that way as well. So there is uh, some some state Senate measure. Uh, it is bipartisan support. Huh. Now, this is the most strange story. And I did it on the air today, too, because it, it is. So on August, part of this state Senate bill, mm-hmm. which I guess will pass, mm-hmm. August 17th will be made Eugene Cran's Day in Ohio. Interesting. Why yes. the 17th? That's his birthday. Oh, okay. And he is still alive. I didn't get you into- He's that NASA person, right? Correct. And our airport's named after Correct. him. Correct. Mm-hmm. He, he's having a nice little run here. I know more than your average on him, huh? Um, And you didn't watch the For All Mankind show on Apple, right? That I liked? Not yet. No. Okay, because he's in there as well. Oh. Or, or the, the car- Mr. Kranz is in there because they're doing the Apollo missions. Um, How am I tying this all together? In the same bill, there is a heavy push- to make the sugar cookie the Ohio, the state cookie of Ohio. That is so boring. What? I don't know. Why? And when I we glan- can do better than that. When I glanced through the story, I couldn't find a reason why. I mean, the sugar cookie is... We could do better than that. I agree. Maybe a Girl Scout petitioned them or something. Like I feel like a child must have done this. May, I, I'd like to see the reasoning. It, it has to be a, like a some Miss Fran's kindergarten class. A lesson on government bodies. <laughs> like it has to be. So neither of us can grasp why or trace back why the sugar cookie. Exactly. Now, I have no problem. A good sugar cookie is a damn good cookie. Mm. Um, I have no problem with it, with a really good sugar cookie. But, no pun intended, that's a very vanilla choice for state cookie. Do you also like your sugar cookie gooey? I like all all cookies. If if I had one preference, none of this. I need milk and blah blah. I would rather prefer chewy than hard. Really, fine. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about this, and I think you should do it, even though you're not a Toledo resident. You live in Toledo, mm-hmm. and your your opinions can affect people that you aim to help every day. Um, take the uh, Toledo Police Chief survey. Yes, I will. You will. Good. I Good. have not done that yet. Uh it's it's. It'll take you 10 minutes. Yeah. If you want to blow through it, you can probably get it done in seven. If you want to take your time. I do. You can probably do 15. If you really want to invest a lot of time and maybe do a rough draft and then come back, it'd probably uh-huh. take you 30 minutes. So some questions, and I posted mine on, on several of my social spaces, some questions I didn't answer uh-huh. simply because I, they were not applicable to me because I live on a block where the only, the only thing I have to worry about is one day I took the dogs out last week and there was a squirrel on the roof. <laughs> Like he owned the goddamn place. <laughs> the roof. Yeah, no, I think it's a fantastic idea, um, especially as we're bringing in another chief to let this, to let the folks who are hiring this next chief know what the city is looking for. Like, has I don't know. I just thought it was really progressive and appropriate and really nice, and I think it should get a little bit more recognition so people can actually respond to it and really state what they're looking for in their next chief. Chief Crawl was great, though, so we did also have a wonderful chief, so... Uh, I don't know. Like, there's been some really good discussion outside of all the auditor drama Mm. recently um, with with city council, Mm -hmm. and I think there is Mayor Bell, Donna Owens, and Cardi, Cardi will be out. I think it's in North Toledo tomorrow. If it was close. If it was in South Toledo, I would go. I think there's a meeting tomorrow night at 6.30 where they're going to talk block watch stuff. And uh, Councilman Hobbs said some some interesting points. Like, we can't have block watches because 
bad people will just infiltrate them, and then then they know how the system works. Uh, but there's been some good discussion lately, and I forget it was him or someone else on council who brought up the point. And I was I think I was kind of surprised by it, but it was a great point. We should welcome, or at least can deeply consider the idea of an outsider becoming the next Toledo police chief. Mm-hmm. And I can understand why that would that would upset people who might be aiming for the job mm-hmm. or feel that they're passed over for it. But as we can both agree, the chief crowd did a, a pretty good job, he especially did. considering the circumstances. He did. But we get mentioned too often, rightly so, with Chicago and Philadelphia, where the violent crime rate and the murder rate has skyrocketed in the last couple of years. So if we want to get some type of horseback riding Canadian Mountie from like a suburb of Vancouver, we should at least listen to it. No. Because, well... I won't listen. Why not? (laughs) I want somebody that could be relatable to our city. That's what I mean. But I mean as far as like, let's not... It would be wrong to keep it insular. And Mm -hmm. we should listen... And I was being hyperbolic with that. But we should consider outside ideas because... The standard the standard protocol has us in this situation that nobody wants. That's true. I, I mean, I'm just, I, I could see, I don't know, I'm on the fence. Like, I think there's a good argument for take, bringing somebody in from the outside, but I also think there's probably just as many great arguments for probably internal candidates that we likely have that can do the work, that know the city and that know the city's people. Then if that's the person, then we need to find out why that person wasn't able to exercise those beliefs and their ideas all along. And that could be a political thing. Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, if you have aspirations to be a chief and you know you have a chief in there that might be ready to retire, like you're you're going to be strategic with what you do. Yeah, there's just things that we'll never be privy to. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine, I told a friend of mine who works with TPD and he is, uh, in fact, I asked him, I was like, have you ever even written a ticket before because he he is yes Uh because he does a lot of community policing i'm like i've never actually seen you do any (laughs) police work he's like if someone's in a disabled handicapped spot i will write that ticket i was like (laughs) um and he was all about like community policing and i paid for parking today what's that i paid for parking today downtown somewhere Mm -hmm. i don't normally maybe well (laughs) now i did what because there's an app. Yes, the Park Smart app or something. I love it. Is it does it work? Yes, it does. Because I remember having to go to the courthouse one time and it didn't work, and I was petrified of getting a ticket. No tickets for me. Good. So I'm looking forward to see the feedback in this thing, mm-hmm. and I want to I want to see how creative some people can get. Like you, we remember my idea of like instead of shooting that person, you call and we'll give you 500 bucks, but you got to go to some classes too. No, they're not going to do it. I know, but I'm. Okay, how about more like unconventional ideas that uh, that are actually practical and things that could be implemented? Because again, what's been done is not working. We need to get Angel and David back in here. This is a good time. I would like that. In fact, uh, what? What? He's not Chief Bird anymore. He's now Safety Director Bird. Yeah, but he still goes by Chief Bird. Okay, yeah, yeah. He he's he was um, part of the article we'll today. Still answers to Chief Bird. You never shake it, do you? No. I'm sure that they would say, you know, community stuff and betting themselves in the community. Right. And and I, yes, mm-hmm. either, but like, whatever we're doing, let's do it better. Let's mm-hmm. do more of it. And maybe it's just me. I, I'm craving that 
that really esoteric idea that that could be a solution that that works. And, and, and there's many. There's going to be many <clears throat> solutions though, like all operating all at once. I hope so. Yeah. But we need. We need. Well, you mean solutions or or responses? Both. Well, I hope there's. I hope there's only one solution. Mm-hmm. I hope there's a lot of responses, but maybe just one solution. So, um, I'm. And this is why I don't know if I was super thrilled that that we hired this entity to conduct the search. It's really common, though. I know, I know, but like I, I, I guess some of the optics could have come off bad, especially as it was leading into into the all the auditor nonsense mm-hmm. and during um, election day when all those things were snuck into um, like one measure. So it didn't, didn't seem great. But if you get the right people to do it, yeah, because they they are the pros. They are the head hunting pros. Got it. Um, can we talk college football for a minute? Uh huh. I watched this weekend. What did you watch? Michigan Purdue. How'd you feel about that? I was excited. It was good. You don't, I always forget. You, you're like me. You don't care about Ohio State or Michigan, right? No, I care about Michigan, but okay. not like aggressively. Right. I'm not going to get into an argument with someone. So I think there are Michigan people. If a Michigan person doesn't want to face Ohio State again, I do. You, don't be a coward. I mean, like, Face the rematch. There was a rematch last year between Georgia and Alabama, and Georgia, who lost, then won. So is this because Ohio State is back in the playoffs now, and there's a potential rematch yes. coming its coming way? So because USC lost on Friday, okay. Ohio State got to jump back into the four slot. They will play Georgia. I don't know how big of an underdog they are. Okay. Georgia has been far and away the best team in this country. If Ohio State pulls an upset... Mm-hmm. And Michigan takes care of business. Mm-hmm. There will we'll be a rematch. I I would love that. I agree. That I, would be fantastic. After a decade or more of um, mostly SEC teams and mm-hmm. and the like, or like Clemson rematch this playing each other, the same teams rotating through. I would think that mo- mostly everybody like who loves college football, mm-hmm. wherever you are, would want to see that game again. Because how often do we get a rematch? Like if ever, never. Of these teams? Yeah. N- never? And so I I would love to see that. I don't think that if Michigan weren't to, if there was a rematch and it played out that way, which I feel like it's going to, because I'm also slightly convinced that some games are fixed so that we can have the most exciting, like, you know what I mean? Like the NBA finals, like the 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 games, there's some sway in the game. Is this a controversial topic? Like, could I find this on but Reddit? You're saying games are fixed? Yeah, to be entertaining. And so if if we feel like the most entertaining thing is going to be Michigan Ohio State coming back together again, then I feel like it's going to happen. Like all of a sudden Georgia has like four penalties in their first two drives. <laughs> right. And they're going I'm, backwards. I'm than- convinced. Oh. I'm convinced. Um but I don't think that so if there was a rematch and I don't even want to call it a rematch, if they faced each other again and Ohio State pulled through with the win. It does not change the fact that Michigan just had a win last week or what the week before that and then last year. Like, you know what I mean? I think that the season for Ohio State to dominate is the Michigan-Ohio State game is passing us by, but that doesn't mean that now it's swaying into Michigan dominating. Like there's it's I don't know. I just that's that's my opinion of well, someone that doesn't watch a ton of college sports. If, if there were a rematch and they won a third straight game, 
Um, that rivalry and that streak of Ohio State's would have gotten flipped on its head real hard, real fast. I just, I would be so excited for that. When would it be scheduled? Do they like? Is there I, a schedule? Ever since this damn playoff came, I can't keep. I can't keep track of. This I can't stuff. either. I tried to look this up. Like I saw that this was hap- That this could happen. And I'm like, wait, what? And then I looked. I think today was when I saw the lineup, and I said, oh, this is interesting. But Ohio State does have to beat Georgia, and I know Correct. Georgia is like the top team? Yeah, they've been pretty clear-cut the top and team. And Ohio State's a third. Fourth. Oof. And Ohio State has not been... Mm-hmm. There's a reason Ohio State fans lacked some confidence going into the Michigan game. Michigan was playing better outside of the week before, and I, I think people have questioned Ohio State's defense through the season. The coaching, um, yeah. I, I, would, I don't know what the how much of a favorite Georgia would be. It could be at least a touchdown. Um, I'm here for it. There are there are some people, and they've always thought this, but it now it applies to this game. There are some people who believe, who believed, and I guess they might have believed this because Big Ten teams didn't get into it. If you don't win your conference, in other words, the the conference title game, like what Michigan played over the weekend, you shouldn't be and in the Toledo. playoff. Yes, they won as well. We'll get to them. Okay. I've always thought that that thought that that's kind of garbage because. The second or third best team, as often has been the case like in the SEC, would have been far and away the best team in every other conference. Yeah. So, to that nonsense, and by the way, the third team, the team Michigan plays, lost their conference title game. Huh. So, there could be Michigan fans who are a little skittish thinking, I don't want Ohio State in because they didn't win the conference. And I don't want to risk having to beat them twice in like six weeks. But also, I think that that whole argument is nonsensical. I want the best teams in. If the best right. four teams played in the Big Ten, which not the case, put them all in. Yeah. Um, but it's hard in college football because there's a hundred and some teams, and there's a lot of disparities. They don't have the same schedules. I know it's sportsy talk now, but the ridiculousness of if you don't win your conference, you can't play an X. I find as ridiculous as. You wouldn't even be allowed to apply to Michigan, and you're the biggest fan they have. Why? You're just a fan, but you couldn't get into the school. Like, you have no tie to it whatsoever. Hmm. Nothing. Hmm. Like, you don't even live in the same state as that school. Yeah. It, it's that kind of ridiculousness. Like, you are a diehard like, fan of X, Y, or Z college. Mm-hmm. You didn't go there. Mm-hmm. Nobody in your family went there. Like you have no association to it whatsoever. They wouldn't even take you in out of pity and charity. Ah. Oh. Not you. Yeah. The playoffs. Speaking of pity and charity, UT did win their game. <laughs> Stop it. They did. And Jason Candle probably saved his job. I was excited. Yeah, they won. They beat Ohio. Yeah, I was excited. I, I, I was like a sports watcher. I'm like, yay, sports on Saturday because I watched... Michigan that night, and I watched Toledo in the afternoon, and I watched men's soccer. You watched the U.S. game? I watched them lose. They get to where they always get to. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, It was like the perfect college football weekend for for me Mm -hmm. because I don't have a team. So I got my hope for a potential rematch. Mm -hmm. UT won. They won the MAC championship. In fact, I'm having a guest for the Ability Center come here tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and I was like, you can bring that trophy if you want. One of the players is coming by. Uh, yeah, Larry Stevens. Wow. Well, I think he's I think he's hard of hearing. I want to come to that. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Wow. 
Oh, that's nice. I remember when they did the story on that. Yeah. That's really cool. Mallory had been trying to track him down all, like, for five months, but then the season hit. So now I think we're going to get him at just the right time because I think we can get this thing up and loaded right before their game on December 20th, which will be in Boca Raton against Liberty. Interesting. Yeah, so good for UT. Um, Jason Candle kind of has one more beast to slay, and I don't think UT has won a bunch of bowl games under his tenure. Um, so, yeah, let's let's get a win. They're eight and five. Let's finish season nine and five. And BG for the first time, and I guess what will be eight years is going to a bowl game, and they go right up the road uh, to Ford Field to play New Mexico State. So the, the uh, yeah these. Not lower level teams like I pay attention to Toledo, but I don't know the other teams, so I, I don't know. I'm I'm just now opening my eyeballs to sports. Like Thomas has come home many times. Like, are you watching football? I am. I don't know why I stopped watching. This is great. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. We should watch. So so then you hope for a Michigan Ohio State game? Oh, a thousand. We need to so, go watch it somewhere. I, Somebody I, give us ideas. I am like the chaos theory when even when i was doing sports talk radio i i didn't really root then for a team mm-hmm. i root for things to talk about i root i root for interesting things i'm excited and i'm telling you for everybody for the last 15 years who has been sick of alabama george is kind of newish mm-hmm. but still dominant lsu clemson and whenever notre dame would sniff things they were always sick of seeing those teams those people should pray and beg that Georgia can't seem to hold on to the ball and has a thousand penalties, and Michigan does the same thing to TCU. Like you should pray and beg for Michigan Ohio State. We should go live. We should go live for that game somewhere at a bar. A bar? Wow, it'd be so crazy. I don't want that kind of chaos. It'd be fun <laughs> for you. For you, let me do a quick traffic report. Okay, and uh, start thinking of other other things besides the one thing that you liked to watch this year. Okay. Did he? Yeah. I wow. Guess he he hasn't very good. And Deshaun Watson, your boy Deshaun Watson was back yesterday. Uh, drama. Was there? Yeah, a lot of people were unhappy. They should be. Mm-hmm. They should be. All right. So I was hoping that we can go back and forth with this. And... and when I, I was trying. I was trying to be. I should have been more specific. Mm-hmm. I had this topic lined up since last week, but I didn't prep you enough. But figured we get on the same page pretty quickly. Best thing you watched. Best things you've watched, which doesn't just mean a show or a movie. Like during the entirety of the last year, best things you've watched, and that'll mostly be. I don't want to limit it to like t- just anything you sat down and watched that was from this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so best. Top of the list, best thing I've watched, easily, House of Dragons. Easily. Top of the list. Like, if I talk about my response to it, the... So, the, and this is how I'm this is how I'm gauging it. I would go back and watch it again the very next day. Um, I was routinely, like, my... Clenched while watching it. Like, on the edge of my seat, completely. Or my jaw was dropped. Or any of those things. I would go and listen to podcasts about it, like, you know, and then go online and look at the TikTok videos about it. Easily the best thing I've watched all year because of how I responded to it. So that's one. The second. Wait, we're going back and forth. Okay. And it'll help this way so that. Bring it on. House of Dragons was on my list. Um, 
It was near the end only because at the top I was trying to think hard for things that I might have overlooked. So the first thing I put down, and it, and it, it kind of like hurt my soul because I'm just not a fan of like what he is. Although the stuff he puts out is really good. Top Gun. Really? Yep. Stop it. I mean, they, they made a perfectly nostalgic movie that felt totally in place with modern pop culture okay. and i still believe he died in that in that first plane he did not he totally did. nobody survives that so i mean it, it and again that thing stayed in, th- in theater forever it made a ton of money mm-hmm. um so that's the top of your list i that is shocking this is kind of like tears that is shocking i think it's the best movie i saw best in theater movie i saw this year and that's because marvel really kind of dropped the ball oh black panther up there was there for me for Cut. sure what would that be your second thing you want to throw at me? Yeah, okay. I, I don't know if this is in any particular. Well, House of Dragons is number one, but then Black Panther. I I still want to go see it again, and I haven't had a chance to yet, but I really want to. Um, I was it was everything I needed it to be. It made me angry. It made me happy. It made me hot. All of the things. Okay. You next. Um, it was. And I'm trying to, to let go of recency bias here, but it might have been the best show I've watched all year. Better than House of Dragons, sorry. Andor. I could not get into it. It's tough. Because you know what? If I didn't tell you it was a Star Wars show, you wouldn't know. It is the, I've called it all along. He he drags everything down to me, mm-hmm. but the entirety of the show real, really got me. It is the circa 2015 British techno thriller we never knew we needed. Thomas started it, and I was bored with it, and it might have been just my mood in that time. So I need to give it another chance because I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But I haven't, I haven't even gotten past the first twenty minutes of episode one. He's tough. If you can get past those, it's so worth it. Okay, I will do that. I will do that. Okay, um, I just watched this this weekend, so I feel like you may not know the swimmers. What's that? So it was a film on Netflix about the Syrian refugees that swam in the refugee swimming team for Rio. Mm -mm. 2016 Rio. Oh, okay. Um, And just the story of them um, leaving Syria and the path that they had to take and what happened and... It was beautiful. It, I, it, I, it was over two hours and it was, I couldn't put, I couldn't stop watching it. And I was kind of like a quiet Sunday afternoon watch for me. And I'm like, this was so, this was great. Like when it was over, I was crying a little bit. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is fan. So it was that like, uh, Rocky moment for me. Loved it. How come you pick that over The Descendants? Never seen The Descendants. You should watch that. What I guess it? it's about the last boat from Africa. Never seen slaves. it. Slaves. I think it, it's pretty new. I think it's called hmm. Descendants. It's a documentary. That's why I didn't stick with it. Hmm. That and they think the ship is like sunk somewhere on the off the coast of Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm trying. So the next thing on my list. I think I think you watched it. I think we thought the same thing. And it's high up on my list just because I was so surprised how good it was. The old knives? Nope. All the old knives. Mm-mm. I think you did watch it. I did not. With Thandie Newton and Chris Pine? 
Were they sat at that dinner table all night? No. Oh, so good. I can't good. believe you didn't tell me about this. Who did I talk to about that? Not me. It was phenomenal. These two, I'm not, I can't give any of it away, but it, it's spy movie. And they, oh. were, they were lovers. No. And... It 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 was a gamut of emotions, and there's twist in there that you would expect with spies, but that movie was way way better than I expected it to be for something that wasn't pushed real hard, and I just kind of grabbed it on the screen one night. You know what movie I did not like? Speaking of Chris Pine, don't worry, darling. Really? Lame. I think it's of a. I think you need to be a. You have to have a certain taste for it. Are you? I, I, it was it was too, all too much of the same thing. Like it was. I mean, I saw it got so much press because of the drama, right? And then it got so much hype about like women's pleasure being on display and all of this stuff. And I said, it is however many minutes long of Florence Pugh, who I love, just kind of like, <gasps> you know what I mean? Like her, like, like reflective. I'm trapped realizations like it was just over and over and over and over and then even the way that it ended I'm like that's it like I felt like I just wasted my time which was great because I don't love um Harry Styles Olivia no no Olivia Wilde yes it's don't love her she's a little dickish yeah that's why I love Harry Styles I have been (laughs) when that thing popped out I was like Right, I, it, it, <laughs> right. I was. It was one right. of those relationships. You know, I don't. I don't like when I openly slam slam women just for being women, and I want to hear them out. But something smelled wrong about. She was. She's dickish. Her accusations that Jason Sudeikis like served her papers at Comic Con. Yes. Like I. Would yes. you say that? And then what happened with Shia and Florence? Shia was originally the character, not Harry right. Styles, the well, actor. And the picture of Harriet, like. We thought he then, spit. Yeah. It seemed like the drama about that that surrounded that movie was actually more interesting than the movie. And then she, I think her and Harry were having were yes, sleeping together. Were absolutely. And then now they broke it up. And then Florence kind of came out and was like, "I just couldn't with the unprofessionalism of that relationship. Like there would be so many times that Olivia wasn't even there because she was out slutting it up with Harry Styles. Sorry, I can't say that. You can say that. Um, you know, you know what I mean. I I slut up with Thomas all the time. Um, you can do that. You're not making a movie, <laughs> or are we? Just kidding. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I didn't like it. It was a waste. Let me. Do you do you have any more that come to mind? Not no, but I'm sure you'll remind me of some. Okay, I don't know how much of these you will, so I'll just I'll rip some of these off fast. For all mankind, which we've already discussed mm-hmm. on Apple, I liked a lot. That got me into Blackbird on okay. Apple. Haven't seen with it yet. Taron Egerton, mm-hmm. phenomenal performance. Um, I just watched 1899 on Netflix. It's like it's like dark for this year. Munich, The Edge of War, very good Netflix movies. A very good Netflix movie. I have gotten big into. World War, both of them dramas in the last handful of years. There's a romantic movie that just came out, Lover, something or another, and it's a war themed. Do you know who's in it? The woman who played Princess Diana in the, the tall, last in the Crown. The last season, though, of the Crown, not this most recent. Not the one. new one. Yeah, not the tall one. Okay. Which Diana wasn't tall. Elizabeth Debicki is the. Actress now. Very tall. Oh, Wednesday was good. I don't know if I would add that to my list, though. Wednesday was good, though. Okay. Speaking of tall. 
Uh, it just didn't. It's there with Top Gun, and it wasn't as emotional for me as all the old knives. But the Batman was exceptional. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Like I, I, I had super high expectations for the obvious reasons. Was that this year? I knew he was going to be fine in the role. That was in March. Yeah, in March. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I like Bosch on Prime. I'm like the only person. It's like the longest running show on Prime, and I'm like mm-hmm. the only person that knows about it. I like the actor a lot. The Terminal List. Chris Pratt on, no. on Prime. Re- really good movie. Me- I th- I mentioned this. Pro- the Messed Up messed up Army dude thing. Yes, yes, I've seen that. Thomas watched it. He loved yeah. it. Um, Star Trek Strange New World is one of the best Star Trek shows ever. Mm. Um, the Gray Man. Did you watch that? Mm-mm. With Chris Pratt? Chris, uh, no. Evans and Ryan Gosling the recent one yes they're like hired killers went into it really yeah that's a what did he what did, what did Chris Evans call that when it said preternatural I don't know um slow horses on Apple was really good and the last I I couldn't and put the whole show in because I try to be pretty judicious with this. The The show is fine. And not fine in a bad way, fine in a good way. But when Obi-Wan mm. cut his shield open and it mimicked mm-hmm. Ahsoka's fight, which I think was in... Obi-Wan was good. Clone Wars, that fight scene was was sensational. I did love like Obi-Wan. that is a hard thing mm-hmm. to live up to. And I know the series is like a little uneven. Um but that battle was everything that it could be. So I loved Obi-Wan, but what is happening that I am either watching so many shows or so many movies that I'm forgetting? It's like this short term satisfaction, except for House of Dragons and Game of Thrones. Like that's where I said it's a category of its own. But it's like I am for I'm forgetting. It's because we watch it and then we move on. Whether it's like House of Dragon, where it's week to week, it's just compartmentalized. It's funny you bring that up. We do, how much do we talk about the Midnight Club? Well, we didn't love it, so right. I just read a piece the other day. Someone suggesting that because it's Netflix's model of putting it all out at once. It didn't allow for that week to week conversation that sometimes props a show up and lets mm-hmm. it gain mm-hmm. a foothold in pop culture mm-hmm. because and shows can do that. It can be in like the third or fourth episode, people catch on and they go back. But if it's all out there at once and it doesn't catch, then we've all just moved on already. But that show really irritated me. It was not nearly as good as like No. It's crazy because had Midnight Mass been first, because did we like Midnight Mass best of Mike Flanagan shows? We did. Yeah, I mean, that thing with we that did. demon and everything, it being different from the haunting of Blank House. It was an angel. It wasn't a demon. Look like a demon to me. <laughs> Look like a demon to me. Um, okay. Yeah, like I had so much of that expectation for Midnight Club instead yep. of a bunch of annoying kids. It was some angsty teens. Right. As they should have been, but the one I wanted to smack the hell out of and I probably... 
am would have been horrible if I said specifically. The short-haired girl. I'm not going to tell you which one it is. It's a short-haired girl. There was a couple, but I'm not yeah. going to tell you which one it was. But but honestly, like, what is it about shows? Thomas and I were talking about this because we just started that show that's on Epics, but we're watching it on Amazon Prime called From. An executive producer is one of the Russo brothers. Um, some not so well-known characters, but I love the show and it reminds me a little bit of the walking dead and i said the walking dead had its own talk show afterwards right that talking would, dead talking dead that people would actually watch what was it about the walking dead that nothing else has picked up that type of fan base except maybe thrones since then is it that shows we're getting too many shows dealt to us all at once so it's hard to choose keep going none of these answers are going to be wrong you know what I mean? And so I, we were watching from, we're still, I think we were like three episodes from the end of the first season. And I'm like, this is really fantastic. And it should get more recognition than what it has. And most people don't even know what the hell it is. That's how I felt about For All Mankind. Mm-hmm. And I think these really good shows are going to get lost. Now, maybe it'll calm down um, now that a lot of these companies are losing money mm. by spending on all this content for streaming. Tons. And while the subscribers are going up, mm-hmm. the revenue is not. Right. So maybe once they pull back on that a little bit, there won't be as many shows and more of us can get into certain things at certain times and they can become more more moments. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's just the deluge of stuff because everything was like 68% shot and then we had a pandemic. But you're right. It, it kind of reminds me how um, when streaming services and more mobile listening and people started to depart radio, it, it reminds me of that a little bit mm-hmm. where you all had your, everybody had your favorite songs, your favorite, sta- people had favorite stations. And then when all these other options exploded, satellite radio, internet radio, mm-hmm. the people that liked popular things, the numbers weren't there anymore. Mm-hmm. So these shows are all pretty popular, but nothing. Not popular like Walking Dead, where they were just moments and or like Thrones. Yeah, yeah those two shows. I mean, yeah, basically. I don't know if we will ever be there again because the vo- sad. the volume the volume of content. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Is there a show like that? Stranger Things was the last one. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Stranger Things, and this season was very good. So I was a fan of this Stranger Things season. It was dark, um, but I think that's why we loved it. Yeah, it's, it's harder and harder for those shows to catch. Yes. Because of like, the, the, I, I, if I were Netflix right now, I would stop release unless there was something I wanted to get out there because I just thought it would work and it's only like four mm-hmm. episodes. I, If I were Netflix, one of, and I'm surprised they haven't done it already, is stop releasing things all at once. Yeah. Because. Well, they're doing four at a time. That's right. They have split up. That's what Stranger Things did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I like if there's another Mike Flanagan show, especially if, I guess if I were him, knowing that this one skidded, mm-hmm. I would release things week to week. It keeps people subscribed longer. And I wonder if it's the the creator's choice or if it's the choice of Netflix itself, because like some of the reality shows that Netflix has, like Love Is Blind, that was a four at a time thing. So they would release like episodes one through four one week, and then the next, and then two weeks later or like the next week the rest of the episodes and then you would have to you know and it fans were like hooked so yeah and i i get certain shows won't work out like that but if there is something where you want people to talk about it a little bit mm-hmm. you you need to be more strategic because 
Although I got my Netflix worth yesterday afternoon. I think I, I'm still paying like 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. I watched Bullet Train because it was on. Did you see it? No. I didn't even, Thomas wanted to see it, and I said, "There's there was something about it that I said, I am not wasting my time in this. I don't really love movies that have just one scene, like one set. One setting. And so I don't do well with like the, I think it was like Knives Out and Murder on the Train. I did like the one on the, uh, with, uh, what's her name for Wonder Woman? With Gal Gadot? The, Gal Gadot on the- She was the Orient one. On the Nile. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yes. I watched that one, but I don't, I'm not a fan of those kinds of films, so I wasn't into it. I love Brad Pitt, and I was, like, not a Brad Pitt fan, per se, perhaps because I was not a 22-year-old girl in the 90s and 2000s, but (laughs) I, I adore him. I adore his mature snark interview with a vampire Brad Pitt yeah like I wasn't I'll into that Brad it. Pitt I'll take it although Seven Brad Pitt you have you seen that movie no everybody's gotta watch Seven really yeah Seven will fuck you up <laughs> no. but I watched Bullet Train and I watched it was exactly what I wanted it to be like I didn't want to watch anything real in depth I needed my brain to kind of calm down uh-huh. if I want to hop on my phone because football games are wrapping up I watched Troll. Was it good? I want to see that. It was fine. What? Oh, okay, just fine. It's what's the controversy? Like, it, there's some controversy well, I, behind I, it. I didn't see that. Huh? Uh, it's a he. He looks like a giant uh, rock. If if Gonzo from Muppets was a giant rock. <laughs> okay. The only part I'm disappointed about is like. Oh, are we going to try to help this person? Oh, no, we're going to keep shooting him. Mm, like uh, like the big gorilla, King Kong. Yes. Mm. But it was fine. Like, mm. I liked it. The, the people were, were likable. Do, does it mess you up when when a foreign language film, some people are speaking English English, and some people are speaking dubbed English? No. I, I was just talking to a coworker about it. I can I can watch it and not have a problem. I can, but then I'm like, wait a second. That's not dub. You're actually speaking English. Yeah, yeah. I and I love that there's two things happening at once. Like I like that cuz before I, f- I feel like a couple years ago like when Dark came out, it was just straight up foreign language. There was yeah. no English speaking people. And now like 1899 is a good example. There's English speaking people, Spanish speaking people, like Japanese speaking people. Which I think messes you up if you watch things with subtitles. Yeah, but because there's American voiceovers. There's English voiceovers. I'm fine with it, you know? So, did you see the trailer came out for Transformers? The new Transformers? I like the guy that they have playing it. What's the guy? The Anthony main... Ramos. I love I think Anthony he's from Ramos. In the Heights, right? Yeah, I yeah. like him. Um, yeah, of course, I... The farther Michael Bay was removed from these movies, the better. And although I was, I had my criticisms, I was very thankful. The one thing I liked best about this, and my biggest criticism from all those movies, mm-hmm. was not his movie making mm-hmm. and the slow motion explosions and mm-hmm. blah, blah. It was the fact that when there were Transformers battles, it looked like piles of metal and you couldn't see anything. Do you feel like it's getting more and more for children? Like the the it's more al- movies we have, it's more, you think it's always for children? They're commercials for toys. I guess so. Because I feel like how many different plots can you have that you're supposed to save the world like how many more plots can you get to where it's like optimus prime is like 
for for the humankind. Right. Like you know what I mean. Like just we've got to save the world. But I'll I'll see. I'll go see it. That's why, and I and I liked it. I'm excited for it. This is a little for people that are younger than me when. Transformers evolved into some other things. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm fine with it. Love the voice. Peter Dinklage is the villain. He is good. Um, Transformers. The other thing. What were you saying before that? God. Movies. It just, like my brain just stopped. I just, just my, an, my aneurysm stopped. Stop my, my electricity stopped firing <laughs> to answer that. Trial LaBeouf. Was that it for your tops? For what? Your wrap-up of the year, your That's top all, shows? That was the best things I watched. You have to watch all, all the old knives. Mm, send these <sighs> things to me. Just p- send <sighs> them to me, please. All the old knives... I, and again, it was striking to me. And it's one of those those things like I couldn't believe it was this good. That's why it, it resonates with me. It was striking how much I liked it, but also striking that the emotion it, it evoked it in me. I think it's on Netflix. I'll look it up after this. Okay. And this Transformers thing is going to mess me up. Sorry. Michael Bay, kids. Yeah, all these things are for kids. <laughs> Anthony Ramos. The director's blacked. Oh, I remember. I I am I'm gonna have a real hard decision whether or not I go back to uh, Black Girl Star Trek. Why? Because like that woman just means the death of the universe, and I'm kind of over that part of it. (laughs) You can't handle it. Like anything she touches, it's like universal calamity. She hasn't had her arc, right? It's the same arc. Okay, and. It's just that. Like, I'd really like to have lower stakes. And that's what makes the other Star Trek show with... You like Anson Mount, right? I don't know who that is. He is a, he is a dashing... He plays a captain in the canon of Star Trek. What does he like play in other... snuck in. What are his oh, other... Oh, God. Do you remember in Doctor Strange, the guy that got blown up? No. I mean, they, a lot of people got blown up. Anson, A-N-S-O-N, Mount. He is definitely your type. And who he plays in the Star Trek show, you would love him. <laughs> I love how you're like, he's your type. How old is this man? He's probably late 40s, early 50s. <laughs> he's 50. The, yeah. ca- the captain he plays in this show, you would throw yourself at your TV. Stop it. I would not. Yes, you would. I'm a married woman. D- so what? <laughs> you can watch him Thomas is in Home. All right, we're done. Bye.